You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to a very interesting episode of Ask a Drone You. As always, my name is Paul. My name is Rob, and as always, super grateful that you are spending a few minutes of your day with us. Excited to be here with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we uh, we definitely appreciate it. We've got some uh, some news for everyone. I think we've been waiting for this for a while. That said, today's show is brought to you by our uh, drone you mapping classes. We've got classes on flight mastery. If you're ready to gain confidence in flight, close and close. If you're also ready to fly in close proximity, if I can talk, gain confidence in doing that, know how to avoid emergencies and fly super smooth and fly with confidence. You won't want to miss that. Also, our mapping class has been extended. If you choose to join us for that extra day to go over 10 exercises to create orthos, point clouds, 3D models, we'll explain how to deliver to your clients and even host your 3D models to showcase for marketing, check it out, thedroneu.com, and it's under the events uh, tab. But that said, Rob, we've got a pretty big piece of news for today. I would say so. Um, I think it's been a little bit, a little while, and so much that people have probably forgotten that we're even waiting. Yeah, in a lot yeah. of respects, right? Well, we were but it's a big deal. We were supposed to get this in February too, January or February of this year. And I know a lot of pilots were kind of waiting to hear what actually would happen uh, in regards to this particular ruling. Um, so what are we talking about? Well, if you remember, we had Jonathan Rupert and Race Day Quads on the show a long time ago to talk about their um, federal challenge to the FAA's remote ID rules. And it looks like as of Friday, we were actually given an answer to whether remote ID would be held up or not. Um, I had speculated that um, there, that remote ID essentially would be struck down and would come out again uh, with some changes. Um, I, would, I would say that while it's good that we have clarity on the remote ID ruling, there were also some very large issues about how the FAA actually went about this in working with particular groups kind of behind the scenes. And it looks like nothing will kind of come of that, which uh, is kind of a bummer for democracy. Uh, we lay out rules and systems for a reason. And when those systems are violated, sometimes by government entities, um, it's not always clear uh, what the enforcement will be. So, um, but that said, it looks like uh, Judge Cornelia Pillard of the U.S. Court of Appeals of the District Court of the Columbia Circuit ruled that remote ID will remain in place, and they denied the petition from race day quads. Uh, I've got a couple of ex excerpts here that I wanted to read. In the opinion, the judge stated that drones are coming, lots of them. They are fun and they are useful, but their ability to pry spy, crash, and drop things, poses real risks. Free-for-all drone use threatens air traffic, people, and things on the ground, and even national security, and Congress recognizes as much. Judge Pillard also ruled that the limited local real-time information sharing required by the remote ID rule is a far cry from continuous surveillance. He said, 
drone pilots generally lack any reasonable expectation of privacy in the location of their drone systems during flight. A search for purposes of the Fourth Amendment occurs when government action infringes a sphere of individual seeks to preserve as private and the expectation of privacy is one society considers reasonable under these circumstances. So, Rob, it looks like... uh, it looks like Remote ID continues on. It sure does. And I think um, that it's probably the end of the road for fighting it at this point. Yeah. Probably something we all just need to sort of accept and uh, get on board, so to speak. Whether you like it or not, um, it's not really relevant <laughs> well, at this point. And, you know, there's still a lot of questions that come of this. Like, for example, Drone DJ wrote remote ID deadlines and compliance for DJI drones as one of their headers in their article. And it says now drone manufacturers have until September 16th, 2022 to comply with final requirements of remote ID established by the FAA. The compliance date for operators, meanwhile, is September 16th, 2023. So my big question, and this was raised by John Jonathan Rupert, uh, he's a drone law attorney in Florida, very nice guy, very ethical guy. You know, he made the argument that, hey, how are you going to enforce these rules on manufacturers when they're not certified aircraft? Meaning that the manufacturers don't have to uphold standards of certification. So that's a very good question. (laughs) It's a very good unanswered question, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see if if there ever, how should I say this, if there ever is an answer that we as the public are aware of, meaning who knows what's happening with conversations. Yes. And I don't mean that in a conspiracy sort of way. I just mean that's a lot of times how these sorts of deals are done between large companies and governments, right? This is very, yeah, 100%, 100%. So who knows? Yes. And it's interesting how Judge Pillard, uh, Pillard, excuse me, uh, defines remote ID. He says remote ID technology requires drones in flight to emit publicly readable radio signals reflecting certain identifying information, including their serial number, location and performance information. Those signals can be received and the remote ID. ID information read by smartphones and similar devices using a downloadable application available to the FAA, government entities, and members of the public, including other aircraft operators. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) I don't know, Rob. The one thing that really worries me about this is having a pilot's information available to the public. We have seen uh, drone pilots uh, shot at. Um, We have seen um, drone pilots accosted um, based kind of on fear and whatnot. Uh, I think we've been accosted at various trainings and whatnot. Um, And it really worries me that the public will be able to see a pilot's position. That still seems... um, still seems problematic. And my fear is that in remembering speaking with uh, DOJ at the FAA symposium a few years back, that, you know, essentially I was told to calm down and that a ruling would come on people shooting at drones and drone pilots as as soon as it climaxed, meaning someone got hurt. 
Um, and I mean, we know that our government is, is rather reactionary as most governments are. Um, in fact, you know, point me to a government that's not reactionary, frankly. But that said, I think that this poses a real risk to pilots and, um, I don't know, Rob. I don't know. I don't know about this. So clarify for me, does the name of the pilot show up? Um, that is a very good question. Um, I do not know. Well, and if it does, then can you register a drone as a company? Meaning it's sort of like when somebody is, um, let's say a sophisticated real estate investor or just generally a sophisticated business owner, and you'll create multiple companies to create a trail that's difficult for the average person to follow to actually figure out who you are or looking the other direction who owns a particular business or piece of property, right? Mm-hmm. I would probably look for ways to do that with a drone. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. You can register it as a company, by the way. Um, yeah. And- so then at least if something shows up, then it's a company name, which goes to another company, which goes to another company. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not a simple thing for the average person to set up, but it's a thing. Yeah, no, I think that pilots are definitely going to have to take uh, matters into their hands a little bit more to protect their privacy. Because, you know, when they talk about a digital license plate system, well, if I, let's say Rob cuts me off, uh, I can't go look up his license plate information and figure out who it is and then figure out where he lives and then, you know, go TP his house one day because I'm pissed off. With remote ID, someone could definitely do that. And so it really begs the question, well, is it really a digital license plate? So, um, yeah. But the other thing that I don't fully understand at this point is how how easy is it for the average um, citizen to say, figure out that our drone is in the air in their neighborhood. Is there some portal they can go to? I mean, is it, is it really a thing or are we talking more about it's the feds, for example, or maybe local law enforcement that have the ability to see that stuff, but not your average citizen? Well, they say very clearly in the briefing that it is available to the public and same right, with but the remote define ID. public. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to learn here still because I just don't think like the average person, say the guy across the street sees the drone. All right, I'm going to go online. I'm going to go to the FAA portal and say, oh, yep, that's Paul. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that simple. Maybe I'm wrong. And even if it is, it's going to take a while. There's just a lot to be figured out here. It's crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. And in the end, I mean, I see we have to say at least we see some justification in the sense of say drones that are flying near airports, we need to be able to quickly figure out who that is because that can't happen. A hundred percent. No, I, I totally agree. And I see the argument on both sides, but it just goes back to why can't just particular individuals have that information like law enforcement, you know, allowing it to be available to the public is, uh, in my eyes, uh, a big deal. So I totally agree with that. And I just, I would like to hear some clarification and maybe it's in the documents. I don't know. Um, that, that spell out a little bit more what public means. Is that, does that mean like, again, Joe Blow across the street? That's my understanding is yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be the, the obvious interpretation, but Again, how are they going to figure that out? Where are they going to go? 
Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It's also really interesting how AUVSI had a PR release out before anyone else um, saying that they applaud the court's actions. Um, and I think that they are making the point that remote ID is going to allow the expansion of drone uses, but I think that that expansion is going to be, uh, you know, drone delivery, uh, BVLOS, whereas, you know, one of the things that we learned at UNM for the pre-law program was that there is this fallacy that exists in government that you have to give up privacy to attain safety or security. That is not true. Um, we can have both. Um, so that said, I don't like how the hundreds of thousands of drone, of drone pilots that currently exist have to forego their safety to allow things like drone delivery. And forego you, their safety or privacy? Well, see, I see it as synonymous because we've heard so many stories of pilots being accosted. And so that's why mm, I see the, I see. the okay. privacy as a safety issue. So, um, Directly correlated for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and I, I I just find it, you know, I understand where AUVSI is coming from. I just don't get why pilots have to give up certain things to allow for drone delivery, which would drone delivery even be squawking a pilot's position if it's controlled from a central location? Yeah. You know? So I would say opinion wise. Not a fan. Uh, or at least not as released or? Yeah, as it's done right now, definitely not a fan. So, yeah. Anyway, it's funny reading some comments here on Reddit. Uh, one person says, RID sounds like BS to me. So, yeah. <laughs> one of those thoughtful comments. Yes. <laughs> it is Reddit. <laughs> and then a lot of people are asking if their drones are already compliant. I haven't done an update on this, but last I checked, the FAA hadn't actually put out what the protocol would be for RID to work. It was my understanding that DJI would already work. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I understand the argument for expanding the industry, Um you know, I do not understand the analogy that this is a digital license plate system because dig license plates inherently offer privacy and this does not. Um, so what's I, that? This, I think, is a little bit of an exaggeration. So somebody commented here, even a simple complaint could result in having the FAA look over your flights and maybe even contact you to ask questions. While theoretically that's true, they don't have the manpower for that. See, that's what I was also wondering, too, is you've got almost a million people plus flying drones right now. What is going what happens if they, you know, flip the switch in September of next year mm -hmm. and you've got 10,000 people complying? What what then? Non-complying, you mean? No, no, no. Only 10,000 oh, of the million complying. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so, yeah. And that's that's not an unlikely scenario. Yeah, you know? yeah, this is this is very very interesting to say the least. Yeah, so, yeah, it really is, but really would love to hear what you guys think about all this. Um yeah, it's uh I don't know, on the one hand, it's it's good to just have it done, you know, have it over. Well, regulatory-wise, it's it's better for people like us because now we know how to move forward because we've been waiting on this decision to make decisions about moving forward. Um, you know what? I wonder if they're going to appeal this. 
So, uh, so there was a quote in one of the articles and they had reached out to, I don't even know which article because I've read a few of them. They had reached out to, um, what's his name? Rupert. Rupert. And he, in the quote, says there's really nothing to do moving forward. Oh, no. Yep. His thought was it's time to start figuring out how to comply. Wow. We're going to have to have him on the show. Just saying that out loud freaks me out. Uh, <laughs> figuring out how to comply. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so. But um, it is what it is. Wow. It's funny. The judge says drones are virtually always flown in public, requiring a drone to show its location and that of its operator while the drone is aloft in the open air violates no reasonable expectation of privacy. Hmm. It's like, well, what about license plates on cars? So I don't know. Um, you know, when you mentioned that there's not going to be an appeal and that we just have to learn how to comply you know, what is in like what you're taught in uh, politics in school is that the government's sovereignty is based on the people, you know, kind of having that credibility and listening to laws and complying. They also say that laws and regulations are only as good as their ability to enforce them. Um, and I think you brought up a really good question of, you know, how will this be enforced? And we're not trying to tell people to not comply. That's not what we're saying. We're just trying to ask the question of, you know, how will the enforcement uh, go down? Because um, this could be the first time that the FAA creates something and there's maybe a uh, mass a group or a large group of pilots that decide to comply or to not comply mm -hmm. uh, and what would be uh, what would happen then. So very, very, very interesting. I know a lot of people are going to be happy to hear about remote ID going through because the flight over people and all that will will continue to take place. Um, but uh, also funny that they announced this news the week of Oshkosh, the big uh, aviation fly in that's going mm. on in Wisconsin. So that is actually very, very, very interesting. So indeed. Yeah. Onward we march. Well, what does your gut tell you, Rob? I mean, what are you thinking? About what specifically? What do you think? How do you think remote ID will impact the industry, if at all? I think so. Having been a part of various industries that have had significant changes along the way. So just some of you don't know my background. I started uh, start off um, in public accounting, CPA work, right? Major rules came through during the eight, nine years I was in that industry. And we always had the same sort of freak out conversation. Not that this is necessarily a freak out conversation, but just sort of generally speaking, we always had that kind of freak out. Oh my gosh, what is this going to do to the industry? Our CPA is going to be gone. I mean, literally those kinds of conversations. And then in the mortgage realm, which was sort of career number two, <laughs> um, same thing, because we started in 2000, at the end of 2001, we went through 2015. You all know what happened in 08, 9, 10, and kind of in that time frame. Um, crazy new rules, new stuff all along the way. And everybody always said, brokers are going away because we had a mortgage brokerage. Um, different things like that. And it was like every couple few years, there was something so-called major that was going to completely ruin and disrupt the industry. I think we generally make a whole lot out of nothing. Hmm. And so we will adapt, we'll figure it out, manufacturers will figure it out, 
and in the end, um, I am hopeful that it will adapt such that it becomes just part of the natural fabric of having a healthy drone industry. And I don't think we need to get worked up about it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Rob, I'm not sure that we have a choice anyway, so <laughs> I'll leave it on Which that. is why I kind of paused when you asked the question. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I had to ask the question. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, the, I, I feel that very sincerely and, uh, and strongly. Yeah, I definitely want to post this one in the community on the app and uh, see what people think. So we'll get the show out soon. Uh, Thank you again for joining us. We're definitely curious on your thoughts on this issue. Please uh, leave a comment. We'll have to make sure we leave those comments turned on on YouTube. Uh, Thank you to everyone who supports the show. We do appreciate it. And we will see you next time. My name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts and apprentices we are creators we are the drone youth